0: Hello and welcome to the Permaculture Podcast with Scott Mann, a listener-supported program. This is episode 1554 of the podcast and is a Permabyte with Ethan Hughes. In this conversation that arises from a listener question posed by Amelia, Ethan shares ways that we can transform our holiday experience from a consumption-driven exchange to one where gifts are given based on need or in service to others. He also stresses the importance of communication so that we can create new traditions that honor ourselves and the perspectives of our loved ones. Before we begin, I'd also like to let you know, if you haven't heard already, that Ethan and I are writing a book together called The Possibility Handbook, a toolkit for transformation. To support the creation of this book, I'm running a listener-exclusive crowdfunding campaign. By pledging your support now, you can receive early access to the manuscript as it is written, hear the audio we record that serves as the basis for the book, and view pictures and video taken at The Possibility Alliance. If we can raise $5,000, I'll head to Missouri and The Possibility Alliance from January 15th through the 24th, 2016, to record a series of interviews with Ethan that serve as the basis for the book. Find out more, including the topics we'll cover, at www.thepermaculturepodcast.com forward slash book. Now then, on to Ethan.
1: Ethan, I had a question come in from Amelia George asking about the holidays. And she was wondering what to do about Christmas. How can a person who has chosen a lifestyle of simplicity and non-consumerism have a peaceful Christmas with an extended family that wants Christmas to be full of presents and sugar and movies? (laughs) Because she says that she's not very good at explaining her perspective and feels like she ends up either offending people or feeling like a naysayer or just withdrawing from the decision-making. So, yeah, are there any suggestions that you might have towards this?
2: First I have to say, hi, Amelia, who came here. It must be the same Amelia George, I'm guessing.
1: Yes, it is. She was there for the nonviolent week.
2: Yes. So, hello. Yeah, it's a big question because we find when we live our truth, it most rubs against tradition. And I can share a few pieces that have helped me personally and then as a family. And I think it's a, a slow transformation. I started to let people know that I didn't want any gifts. And if they wanted to gift to me, here's organizations they could gift to in my name. So I gave them an option because I think Christmas, even though it's materialism now, people, there's a real wonderful thing about the gift. So people want to give. So our neighbors were, when Etta and Ila were first around them, wanted to hand them M&Ms so they could be special. And then we're like, look, that's great. Let's not yell at them because M&Ms would say, hey, they really love blueberries. And there's a local blueberry farm 10 miles up the road. How about that? So now they freeze blueberries from the blueberry farm, and that's their connection. So I allow people to give, but then I give parameters that would make my life more wonderful because giving should do that. So that's a you know, first layer. But when people started giving me gifts, regardless of my request, I started giving them away. Right after Christmas, I'd give them away. Then I'd write a letter to my grandma and said, hey, that will happen. I gave it to a a homeless man in Boston. He was super happy to receive it. Thank you. And so what started to happen, and it wasn't meant to be manipulative at all, it was just doing what my heart wanted to do, is that people realized, most likely if they gave me something, I was going to give it away. And two, they should really figure out what I actually need. And sometimes, when Christmas comes around, living in the gift, I might, Need a few extra spokes because I ride my bike a lot. And I'll say, hey, this size spoke would be great. Something I actually need to help me transition out of consumptive culture. And there are transition technologies like a bike or a wind-up radio so we can stay in touch with tornado warnings. So those are two ways to shift. A bigger way to shift is we have started having Luddite Christmas here. So we brought my brother here and Sarah's parents and my family, my mom, And we just practice activities. We have a wonderful meal together. We go out and cross-country ski. We can even go do service. And other amazing friends who've inspired me that the whole family decides instead of giving to each other, they're going to use all that money and collectively sit down and figure where they want to give it into the world. And their celebration on Christmas is celebrating that they've given it to Heifer International or they've given it to this startup organic food kitchen. So I think conversations are essential not just doing it and then showing up. So I call this the time gap of transformation. When I got out of cars, I told all my friends back east a year ahead of time that I was going to stop driving cars. So I'm in the car with my friend Tony Remington, who I love dearly. I'm like, Tony, next year I'm not going to be driving. He's like, okay. He has a year to mentally prepare for it, consciously and unconsciously. So by the time I come back a year later, it's normalized. And I think this time gap transformation is people who love us need to know with as much of a gap possible what we're going to do and why. And then that prepares them psychologically to not create the attack or the resistance or defensiveness. So what I'd recommend to Amelia is this Christmas is kind of pretty quick. Maybe just pick one or two things. It could be one thing you'd love to do with the family and write, hey, could we take a walk for an hour and talk about what brings us joy? Proposal. So that's one new tradition, an hour of talking about what we're joyful with the family and then potentially one new way to receive gifts like hey it'd be great if here's a a physical needs list and here's uh things you could pay it forward to people in need like those two things could be like the first two reasonable things and then at the end of christmas this year write up what your christmas would look like and expressing i think the vulnerability is huge is telling people hey this might confuse you or make you worried that i don't love you or i'm judging you but I honestly want to get everything out of the way between me and you. Movies, we've had that happen. We go to Sarah's family and they, they watch six hours of movies one day during the Christmas visit. And we went up into the room and did something different and went for hikes and sledding and it became this decisive thing. It really, did not am I saying that right? It, not decisive, divisive. But then we had a conversation, and next year there were no movies because we just said, we're here one time out of the year. We really want to just be with you. So I think it takes a lot of creativity, but those are a lot of things that I've seen our family willing to do. And then having the level of gifts just be very low. So Grandma is getting our youngest some secondhand cross-country skis. And now all the family knows that they're going to get us anything, get it from the trash or get it secondhand and make sure we need it. So now Isla is going to be able to cross-country ski around the road because it's really hard to bike or walk. And so we're getting something functional and my mom still gets the gift. But that's pretty much all Isla is going to be seeing at this time. And so she can really appreciate a gift when it's a few things that are given physically. And then on the reverse, we like to, you know, we'll make candles, hand dip candles and make a craft for my mom. But something we know that person will enjoy, a piece of art from my brother doing an illustration of his death metal band logo. So I think, you know, it takes a lot of creativity, and it takes time to shift. But the minute someone gets defensive or argumentative, I start by apologizing, saying this by no means has the goal of separating us, and I'm really sorry I'm not doing this well. How could I do it better? People love that. So Amelia or everyone else who's listening, if it's not going well, say, I'm so sorry, I've failed. How can I do this better? Because these are my values and needs, and I don't want to give them up, and you are essential to my life. I love you. How can I do it better? And most often, people give me pages of feedback. And once they give me feedback and I write it down, it already changes the relationship because they realize their perspective matters.
1: Well, thank you for all of that, Ethan. As always, that went much deeper than I was expecting on how to handle these kinds of situations because you gave us so many different ways to approach it and to handle it in ways that honor ourselves and the others who are part of the gift-giving process. Thank you.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for your patience. Cause these are complex questions.
1: Any kind of social or cultural transformation like this, especially when it begins with the individual, there is so much more than just a cut-and-dry answer.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We as humans, when we're tired and overwhelmed the holidays, change overwhelms us often. So I think that, that piece, again, is just how do we think of the impact our change will make to people we love and how do we equip them with the amount of time to adjust and the amount of love to transition.
0: And that was Ethan Hughes. Hearing what he shared with us today, how will you transform your holidays? What new traditions will you create? What conversations will you have to have to make this happen? Whatever your road, wherever your path leads you, I'd love to hear from you and know your thoughts on changing the holidays into something that is in line with the ethics of permaculture. Leave a comment in the show notes here, or get in touch with me directly. Call 717-827-6266 or email show at permaculturepodcast.com. Until the next time, Spend each day creating the world you want to live in by taking care of Earth, yourself, and each other.